What's up, Let's world? Go. What do you do when <laughs> devastation invades? If you know the truth, it'll make you free. How do you move on? And whom the sun sets free, day, your life is free indeed. 24 hours, everything has drastically changed. As difficult as it may be, we must if evaluate what is lost and what is lost. Trapped in the bondage of what you used to Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's Pastor Free, and listen, I'm mega excited that you're locked in to another Free Indeed Friday. Please be sure to share with your friends and your family. Get them logged onto the podcast, and all y'all gonna fool around and get a blessing. Listen, there's a word designed for you that very well might set you free. Take a minute to have a good laugh. This is called board meeting. There will be a meeting of the board immediately after the service, announced Reverend Morris. After the close of the service, the group gathered at the back of the church for the announced meeting. However, there was a stranger in their midst. He was a visitor who had never attended their church before. My friend, asked Reverend Morris, did you understand that this is a meeting for the board? Oh, yes, (laughs) responded the visitor. (laughs) And after that sermon, I'm about as bored as you can get. (laughs) Your boy don't just preach. He's sick with the pen. Give him a mic and he'll go in. So I'm about to give you some of this free time music. But in the words of Erica Badu, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my stuff. (laughs) Whoa, highly intoxicated. So the love that you show me keeps me high Inebriated, intoxicated And I can't live without you in my life Keeping me faded This love is intoxicated So the keeps me high Inebriated, intoxicated I walk this road alone I try to struggle with it on my own But a voice of peace, it speaks to me Says free, I love you deeply And a hint of this love is good for me Another level. I was ready to give it my all for. Everything. 
know how sometime what I post up will blow up. Let's look at some free on Facebook. So check me out. Check it's it. Friday, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Love Day. Day. Love Day. And I know that most of you are still on an emotional high from spending a day or a night with your boo. So this week I kind of want to stay in that same vein of love and relationships and actually want to reflect on a post from February 14th, 2016. That day I wrote, it is impossible to be in consistent and serious communication with God and harbor hatred in your heart. God is love, and when we seek his face, he will consistently show us fractured fellowships and people we need to make amends with. Unforgiveness is not okay. Grudges are not okay. Division is not okay. He commands and commissions us to be people of love, and that message will not change. If we are not hearing him say to share and show love in the world, we are simply not hearing him. Happy Love Day. So let me kick it to you straight. What's up? I spend a lot of time trying to tell us how to practically love God. I believe as Christ followers, we ought to love God in our actions, love him in our praise and worship, love him in our prayer lives the whole nine. But today I'm specifically wanting to talk about how we love one another because we were created in the image of God. We were created to be relational. And if we love God, we ought to love our fellow man. Real talk, you can't even claim to love God unless you learn how to be relational with people with flesh and blood. 1 John 4.20 said, whoever claims to love God yet hates his brother or sister is a liar. Lies. I mean, you be lying. Who if you saying you love God, but you can't love your brother or your sister or your mother or your spouse or your children, flat out, you're just lying. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love of God whom they have not seen. Straight now, up. to be honest, on a practical level, sometimes it's easier to love people you ain't got to deal with all the time, but I'll well, get back true. to that that's in true. just a second. 
If we genuinely truly love God, then we have to obey his command to love one another. He says a new commandment I give you that you have love for one another. And by this will all men know that you are my disciples, that you have love for one another. And so I'm encouraging us today to kind of step back, pause for the cause and reimagine the way we treat one another as it pertains to love. Now, love takes on various forms. There's phileo love. There's eros love. There is agape love. There, there are these various, there's storge love. There are these opportunities to love different people in different ways. The love that I have for my wife differs from the love that I have for my mother. And hey, the love that I have my mother for my mother is not going to be the same as the love that I have for my best friend. But regardless to the type of love that I have for a specific person in my life, the thing you need to understand is that loving people is not going to be easy. Hell, loving me is not easy for God, I'm sure, but God himself is love. So surely I'm going to struggle to love people who gossip, to love people who are sometime to love people who may betray me, borrow money, not pay me back. Come on, y'all people, people honey, like with that. your boy. Yeah. Loving can be very difficult. Still, we understand that love is a, a basic human need. need. We all stand in need of being loved and so we all ought to spend some time loving. Abraham Maslow, that classic sociologist, uh, constructed what he called the hierarchy of needs. And it's amazing to me that security of family and acceptance comes right after the physiological needs of food, water, sleep, and sex. He literally suggests that like you need to breathe and like you need to eat, you also need to feel loved. Hopefully you understand what I'm saying, how important love is to our human existence. Paul said to the Corinthian church, now abideth faith, faith. Hope, hope, and love, and but love. the greatest of these is love. So my struggle is, I know how important love is, but love is not easy. Love is difficult. Love is hard. Love is frustrating. Love is hurtful. Love requires sacrifice, <laughs> forgiveness, patience. Patience, acceptance, forbearance, compromise, and a long list of other stuff that's hard as hell to do. The old school singer Minnie Ripperton had a song that said, loving you is easy because you're beautiful. Now, I'm sure Minnie was singing from the bottom of her heart and maybe some of you share the same sentiments. But at the end of the day, I have learned it doesn't matter how beautiful a person is, doesn't matter how polite, how kind. Ultimately, in life, you will come to that crossroads where loving is not easy. As a matter of fact, it becomes difficult. So I want to call this segment loving you is super hard but not impossible <laughs> can i just be real 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 that's real, a lot of reals real right honest now. with y'all today if you don't want me to just just say something i i I, I can't really hear you. I, I can't hear you. So I'm assuming that you're not saying that. The, and I have your endorsement, your permission to be completely 100. If you genuinely love somebody, you're going to inevitably come to a point in that relationship where they get on your last nerves. They're going to say something to you that really, really hurts. 
They're going to betray your trust. They're going to put you in an awkward position. They're going to demand something from you that you really don't have to give. Whatever it looks like, you can be very, very certain that at some point, you're going to have to go through a love test. Love a test. love test is that very difficult moment in the course of the relationship that causes you to have to step back and really evaluate this relationship. It's the love test that shows you how deep your love is for a person. If you're not really willing to look past much, you probably don't love them very much. If that first rough patch makes you run, that wasn't love, that was lust. Because it's not true love until it's tested love. Let me say that one more time. It's not true love until it's tested love. If you only love me when it's convenient, or you only love me when I'm adding something to your life, if you only love me when I'm popular, or love me when I'm on top of my game, if you only love me when I'm making you laugh or when I'm healthy in my body, then that's not genuine love. Genuine love happens when I'm sick and I can't do anything for you. Genuine love happens when my ignorance causes you to shed a tear. Genuine love is when I've made a huge mistake and I can't even see it. Be clear, real love is like a good wig. <laughs> it can stand being tested. Wow. That leads me straight smack dab into my second thought. Real love forgives freely. Hear me good now. Real love forgives freely. Now this part is for that wife that's extremely hot because he forgot to give you cards downstairs, and candy. It's for that pastor that's been catching hell from this one particular deacon. It's for that parent that has given your children all you had to give and their response has been ungratefulness and disrespect. It's for that friend that found out the hard way that the secrets you thought you were sharing in confidence, your buddy been blabbing all over time. I'm simply saying real love is going to require some real forgiveness. Now, the funny thing is we want God's love to forgive us of all of our mistakes. Fornication, getting high, getting drunk, telling lies the whole nine. But we don't want to forgive nobody for what they've done to us. However, when the Spirit of God lives inside of you and you've been harboring resentment and holding grudges, it won't be long before God starts picking at you, telling you it's time to forgive. It's time to move Move on. It's time to move forward because real love forgives freely. If I really love you, I don't want you spending hard time in the prison of my pain. Ooh. If I really love you, I don't want to be angry and I don't want to relive whatever every time I see you. If I really love you, I don't even want a hairline fracture in our fellowship, which means I have to learn to forgive you freely. All of us have those relationships with people that we fall out and we we swear to ourselves, I'm never talking to so-and-so again. And before we know it, the very next day, we back on the phone like it never happened. That's because genuine love forgives freely. When Jesus got his holy and wonderful self up there on that cross, the first thing he said was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. What is it? Who is it that you need to forgive? I could stay there all day, but I think I need to keep it pushed. Push on, free. As it pertains to love and that love being tested and you having to forgive freely, let me throw this in the pot. Unforgiveness, Unforgiveness is self-destructive. In the process of you trying to love your brother, sister, mother, spouse, uh, child, whoever it is, you need to understand that whenever that love has been breached or broken and you're harboring unresentment, you're not hurting them. 
them, you're hurting you. If that love is genuine, you are forfeiting something that they add of value to your life. You're making yourself learn to live without something that God wanted you to live with. Fact. You're losing sleep, losing hair, losing time, all because you refuse to swallow your pride and love again. I know I'm not the only one who's lost some sleep and made some mistakes because I was poorly processing some love loss. My God. Search your heart. Ask God to help you. Move past the pain. Restore the relationship so that you can move on with your life with peace, joy, happiness, the whole nine. That resentment is killing you. Release it. Because honestly, in most instances, you're the only one fooled into thinking that you're managing this season well. Everybody else around you knows how horrible you feel since you and Pookie ain't cool no more. Everybody else around you sees the depression you're in because you and we your mom see. are not on the we same page. Everybody else around you can see the cracks in your marriage even though you try to put on a facade when you're in front of folks. It's eating away at you. But by now, you understand exactly what I'm saying. Let me give you one more thing and then I'll let you go. Love has a transformative property. Love has a transformative property. What you talking so about? So loving you is super hard, but it's not impossible. And I understand that loving you is not only going to help me, but me loving you will probably help you too. Bars. The truth is, I don't know what type of pain you've been experiencing since our relationship has been broken. What type of turmoil and pain you face daily at the thought of knowing that we were once close and no longer are. A lot of times when I counsel people who have daddy issues or parental issues that stem way back to absenteeism, I often tell them the importance of being sure that you forgive your parents and not only forgive them for yourself, but let them know that they have been forgiven because you have no idea how their shame, how their self-disappointment, how them feeling like they owe you something may be holding them captive in life. Love liberates you. Yeah. Love refuels. Uh -huh. Love restores. That's right. Love encourages. Show love good. strengthens. Yeah. Love inspires and love gives hope. Love With all that being said, you choosing to love someone freely again may be the difference between their life and death. Them being lost and them dreaming again. Them settling in failure or pursuing their destiny in God. My Trust Lord. me, I feel you. I understand you saying, Pastor Free, but you don't get it. Like, I'm big mad like I'm angry angry like I'm hurt hurt but at the end of the day I'm certain that no one has done you worse than you've done God if you need inspiration to love to push past to move on to forgive just think about the many times God had to look beyond your ratchetness and you just pass it on this day after love day I'm challenging you to kick your love into overdrive go back and find that person you left on the roadside of love and offer a little roadside assistance. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not on my mini Ripperton. 
that loving you is easy because you're beautiful. Because it may not be easy. As a matter of fact, many days it's going to be super hard. I'm going to want to cuss you, fight you, call you out your name, chop you in the throat till your teeth click, super glue your eyelids shut, put your hand in a bowl of water till you pee on yourself while you sleep. <laughs> oh, wow, that got real dark. Basically, I'm saying loving you is super duper. Hanging with Mr. Cooper, huh? Hard, but, but it's, it's not, not impossible. impossible. <laughs> People, a dope tune to change your whole day. And that's what I'm trying to do. Let me play this for you real quick. Ooh, go to the ends of the world just for you. Just for you. What have I got to do to make you see? I know it's complicated And you may think I'm crazy But what I have for you is real love uh, There's no limit that can stop me No walls that can block me I'm showing you that what I have is real coming season, be very sure you pay close attention to your relationships and partnerships. When God created humanity, he made us with a social inclination. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be accepted. Like that old slogan says, everybody needs somebody sometimes. 
Because this is true, many times human beings settle for unhealthy relationships to avoid being alone. Most of us can highlight a relationship in the past that was unhealthy, but we held on because we did not want to endure the pain of separation. However, when a situation or a relationship is unhealthy and it is negative, we must learn to let it go. The word of God is very clear. Second Corinthians chapter six, verses 14 through 16. When it presses the question, how can two walk together unless they agree? A marriage will always be difficult to maintain if we cannot agree on whether or not to have children. A business partnership will be impossible if we cannot agree on spending priorities. A friendship will constantly be challenged if we have differing values when it comes to things like drug use, morality, etc. Listen, at the end of the day, we must monitor and guard who we allow into our intimate areas of life. We must value our mental, emotional, and spiritual health enough to know when a relationship has simply run its course. This does not mean that the person is bad. It just may mean that this person is bad for my life. As we are walking out our faith with God, it is important that any relationship that interferes with prioritizing him be eliminated. This may be difficult and hard for just a moment, but know that it is working for your good. So I hope and pray that you've been blessed by the podcast today. At some points you may feel like I've been tuning into your conversations reading your text messages. That's just God's way of confirming that his word is alive. He has a word consistently for you. Listen, I'll check you out next time on Free Indeed Fridays. Remember, whom the sun says free is free indeed. Till next time, live life abundantly. Listen, friends, if you've been blessed by this podcast, you need to make your way over to our website, www.freetheletterindeedministries.com. On our site, you can find everything from movies to live recordings and studio records. Uh, Also, my first book, God Wants Me. You can follow us on all social media outlets. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our handle is at free, the letter N, D-M-I-N. Please believe we got some amazing things in store and you don't want to miss one moment of it. So go ahead and follow us. Like, do it. Like, right now. Like, go check it out. Like, 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 right now. Right now. The truth is pressure must pipes. And I ain't trying to be about that life.